Welcome to Disclaimers Aside, a podcast where I share the raw and honest stories of people in my community, Disclaimers Aside. I'm your host, Aisada Amadou, and let's dive into the episode. everyone. I'm so happy to be back and recording another episode for Disclaimers Aside. I took an unplanned month-long break from podcasting because I actually went on vacation for for three weeks. If you follow me on any of my other social media platforms, you would have seen I went on vacation to Turkey for a few days and then I went to Mauritania for two weeks. So if you want to see the travel vlogs, make sure to head over to youtube.com slash Amadou and subscribe to check out all of the travel vlogs. I just posted the Turkey vlog actually this morning. So while I was on vacation in Mauritania, I honestly overestimated how good the Wi-Fi would be over there. And if you know anything about Mauritania, it's that they have the worst Wi-Fi on the planet. So I essentially took a break from posting, not just on this podcast, but also on my YouTube channel. And at first I was upset about it. I'm definitely someone who hates missing uploads, but I'm trying this year to normalize missing uploads on all of my platforms because I just need to give myself that space so that I don't get burnt out. But I anyways, in hindsight, realized how much it was a blessing in disguise. Usually we go to Mauritania for at least a month, but this trip was different. We shortened it because I'm working this summer and I'm also, according to the title, transferring to a school on the semester system. So while I was in Mauritania, I kind of needed the time and space to really soak it up and enjoy my time on vacation like spend time with family and live in the moment as cheesy as that sounds so the only social media platform that i was really active on was instagram to keep you guys posted on the day-to-day you guys can check out my instagram it's at isenta underscore amadou that's my like personal instagram um just for day-to-day content i've recently been especially just having a lot of fun on the stories but overall the trip was just what i needed after this long school year it definitely felt too short but I think it's always better to leave something right before you are ready rather than when it's too late and I feel like when you do that you just end up missing things and wanting to come back to things or looking back on things with like a positive light rather than a negative one So in Turkey, we stayed in Turkey for about five days. It was like three days on the way there and then kind of like a day and a half on the way back was very, very short. It was such a beautiful country overall. I was pleasantly surprised. I've actually been to the Turkey airport before. Last time we went to Mauritania, we went to India as well. So we took Turkish Airlines and we stopped in Istanbul, but we didn't really leave the airport. So this was kind of my first time exploring the actual country. And I think Turkey is such a cool country because it is so cool to see the Islamic influence in on such a large scale and to see Muslims being the majority in a city. It's something that I'm not used to and it was so beautiful. Like everywhere you go, there is a mosque within walking distance and not even just a mosque it's like beautiful beautiful mosques there was one mosque that we went to in texam square that was built just a year ago and it was so beautiful you can see it all in the vlog but i think it was just really cool to see that especially living in the u.s where muslims are a huge minority and there is such a lack of representation of muslims in 
mainstream society and mainstream culture there were stray cats everywhere people always told me this told me this before going that i would see stray cats in istanbul but like let me tell you this there were stray cats everywhere they were super cute the food was so good some of the best food i've had in my life like the food was rich the flavors were just unbelievable i wholeheartedly believe that american food is not good people say it all the time like the because of like the pesticides and the way the farming industry is set up in the u.s food from other countries tastes so much better and this was definitely the case in Istanbul. I'm not kidding, we had baklava almost every single day for dessert and we took some home. We just finished the last of the baklava we took home, but the food was so good. Another thing that I loved about Turkey was the history. I'm such a nerd for history and architecture, so going to places like the Hagia Sophia, the Hagia Sophia, the Top Topkapi Palace and Galato Palace was so much fun. We only really stayed in Istanbul we didn't get to explore outside of Istanbul just because we were only there for such a short period of time but I think leaving Turkey I definitely could see myself going back in the future and I would love I would love to take another trip there as for Mauritania we went to Mauritania for the first time in four years it has been such a long time we actually wanted to go back in the summer of 2020 but then the pandemic hit and so we weren't able to go back having been four years since we went back to Mauritania it's definitely changed a lot there is so much construction going on in Mauritania like it seems like everyone and their mother is building a house and I think one of the craziest aspects of being far away from a lot of your family growing up in a different country than most of your family and not getting to see your family very often is like coming back and just seeing people grow up so fast I feel like I have so many younger cousins who their lives are just like flashing by because I only see them every couple years so it was really nice seeing family I as I mentioned like I most of my family lives back in Mauritania and so it's definitely hard not being able to see or like foster those connections and relationships with really close family members <clears throat> so it was really nice being back unfortunately towards the end of the trip there was a huge wave of COVID in Mauritania and it seemed like everyone and their mother was getting COVID both of my parents even got it towards the end of the trip and so that definitely put a damper on things just because we didn't really get to see as many people as we wanted and like go out as much especially towards the end just because of COVID and we were really scared I I have had COVID before in the past this past January I believe is when I had COVID and I really didn't want to get it for the second time especially when I needed to travel and come back home. Alhamdulillah I've been home for a few days and I don't think I think I escaped it crossing my fingers. Gotta wait a couple days just to see but anyways it was a really fun trip. I'm so happy that I got the chance to go back home and also see a new country but for today's episode we are going to be saying goodbye to santa cruz or uc santa cruz if you follow me on other social media it's no secret that i am transferring out of uc santa cruz to uc berkeley in the fall as a political science major i'm not going to go too much into detail of how and why because i made a whole video on it on my youtube channel that you guys can check out it's called why i'm leaving uc santa cruz kind of a dramatic title but i also wanted like as many of you guys to watch it as possible because i already know when i start posting berkeley vlogs in the fall inshallah there are still going to be a lot of people like in the comment section being like wait don't you go to santa cruz or people being confused or just a lot of dms so i really want as many of you guys to watch it as possible i will also be filming a video kind of chatting about the process of transferring and like my key pieces of 
pieces of advice if you are looking to transfer. So if you have any questions that you guys want me to touch on, I still haven't filmed that video. I'm planning on probably filming it in the next week or two. Definitely go to that video and like leave it in the comment section and I'll make sure to touch on that in that video. But today I want to reflect on my time at UCSC and kind of say goodbye to that chapter of my life because even though it was such a short period of time in my life, in the grand scheme of things, it felt very important. It felt like a big, pivotal, transformative part of my life as, co as college usually is. But before we get into that, let's talk about my unpopular opinion of this week. So I wanted to do a unpopular opinion related to travel since I just got back from a trip. This week's unpopular opinion is, disclaimers aside, I actually like flying. I like the time spent being in the airport waiting at your gate. I like long flights to an extent. Definitely don't love 13 hour flights, but I would say like five to seven hour flights are fun. And it's such a weird experience in comparison to the rest of your life. I know a lot of people hate the flying aspect of travel and just look forward to the actual arrival aspect of vacation. But I look at flying like the first chapter in that experience. Being in an airport or plane feels like almost a pause in your life. It's such a unique feeling being in between time zones and continents. And I always love watching the plane move on the map to different parts of the world. That's just something that I was recently thinking about sitting on the plane. Also, when you're in an airport, you're meeting so many different people or seeing so many different people from different parts of the world. And it, it almost bursts your bubble a little bit if you don't travel a lot because you're so used to like everyone around you for the most part speaking the same language you know having similar mannerisms and then all of a sudden you're put in this environment where people are coming from different parts of the world may speak different languages and have different points of view it's really cool anyways now let's dive in and start talking about ucsc closing on this chapter of my life um going all the way all the way back about two years ago i chose this school in what was at the time kind of an unprecedented way or what felt like an unprecedented way since making the choice to go to ucsc i've kind of gone back and forth in my mind on whether i regretted going to ucsc or not because i knew going into the school that i was planning on transferring and so a lot of the times I would kind of like look back on the how things played out and just thought like why didn't I just go to community college if I knew that I wanted to transfer but I think at this point in my life I don't regret the choice I I, I know like I know I'm definitely very much a proponent of like don't have regrets in your life and like everything happens for a reason i do think though that sometimes there are things choices paths that you go down that you can't have feelings of regret for and this is just not one of them i think i gained so much from my experience at ucsc and my short period of time there and i think the time that i was there i got what i needed from it and that's why i don't regret it i feel like also while I could have gone to community college, made the transfer process easier for myself, and also saved a little bit, little bit of money, I definitely academically feel like I have gained more and like am a stronger student from going to UCSC. And so that is why I just can't look back at my time at UCSC with regret. It wasn't the right fit for me for a multitude of reasons, but that doesn't mean that it didn't also bring forth like positive aspects into my life and I wouldn't 
I probably wouldn't have had this podcast if I if I didn't go to UCSC. I probably wouldn't have met Michelle Obama. Like it pushed me in directions that I needed when I was there. And so I don't want to look at the institution or my time there with any hard feelings or any negative light. My first year at UCSC was spent online because of the pandemic and it was really tough. I remember every quarter that would pass by, there was still kind of like an underlying hope that we would go back in person. It was a rough experience because it felt like not only was like my senior year of high school experience and like graduating high school experience taken away, but then also like my first year of college experience felt like it was like taken away. And I think going into college, I definitely, definitely overvalued the idea of the American college experience, the idea that the media sells you, that like the traditional college experience is like what you need when you're 18 years old. And I definitely learned having gone to Santa Cruz that that is definitely very overrated. But at the time, I definitely bought into that and I felt like I was almost being robbed of that my first year. Online school wasn't my favorite. It's definitely not my preferred method of learning, but I think it did. It was an interesting experience and I'm glad that I had that experience under my belt. I felt like with online school that first year, I could really focus on school if that makes sense. Like I could really focus on my classes. I was able to continue working as a barista at Coffee Bean and I was able to work on my YouTube channel, grow that a little bit. I was also able to spend some more time with my family, which I wouldn't have gone if I hadn't gone to college straight away. And so while at the time it definitely did suck, I was still getting a really good education and I was saving $20,000 since I wasn't paying for housing. Because the first year of college was online, I was able to take more classes just because I had more time on my hands. And so I was definitely able to, it was definitely great because it helped me with the actual transfer process and like getting my GEs done and making sure I had enough units to transfer. But I mean, I think my first year I did definitely try and open, keep an open mind with everything. I feel like I did push myself to join extracurriculars and like try to establish a community in whatever way I could given that it was online. Even though I I knew in the back of my mind that I might transfer because even when you're like pursuing something like transferring like you want it to happen so badly but you also don't know what the actual outcome of it is going to be and there's always that big looming chance that you will stay at the institution that you're at and so because of that I feel like it's important to still try and build a community to try and invest yourself in the school just because you foresee yourself being at a school for only two years it doesn't mean that you shouldn't take advantage of all of the opportunities and resources and clubs and try and make a difference with the time that you have there so that's what i tried to do my first year i really tried to focus on myself and take that as a year of self-development and of self-growth and i think in the end it really did serve me well that summer after my freshman year i took more online classes i was able to travel while taking online classes which is something that under normal circumstances you're not really able to do so that's why i just felt like it was a positive aspect and i feel like going into my second year finally moving into college i had a lot more of a mature mindset and i was finally finally ready to make that big move because it was a big move and i didn't realize it at the time when i graduated high school but moving six hours away from home and moving to a town that is very different from what i'm used to and from what i grew grew up with was ultimately going to be a challenge and a culture shift and that's what that was and I think at that point because I had grown so much and because I had 
matured a little bit more, I was ready to do that. And I most certainly could have done that straight out of the gate when I was 18 years old, but maybe it wouldn't have been as smooth of a transition if that was the case. My second year at UCSC living on campus, it was such a cool experience. I mean, I had always grown up dreaming about the moment where I would finally be able to go off to college, where I would be able to move far away from home. And I just always kind of craved that independence. And I think that's one of the main things that I learned from my time at UCSC is that independence because it is your first time living away from home and far away at that. It's not like I could, you know, call mom and dad to come pick me up on a weekend when I missed home. I think the first eight weeks I stayed at Santa Cruz and then I got finally got to go come home for Thanksgiving weekend and I came home with such a renewed appreciation of home and my family. And I think something I was scared of going into my second year was that I had done a year and a summer at Santa Cruz of online school and I had done pretty well academically but I was afraid that once I got to in-person classes that it would become harder and that I wouldn't do as well and that is definitely the case like I feel like online classes are a lot easier to kind of get by and get through but being in person in the classroom I had such a renewed inspiration and motivation for school that I didn't really have at home while there was that change in difficulty in the classes it's an adjustment period and i ended up doing just fine and another thing that is scary going into college and going to a college that's so far away is the idea of starting over with almost no one that you barely know and a completely different environment it can be very very scary but it's crazy how quickly you can rebuild or build a life for yourself in a place that you're not familiar with. I am definitely not the most extroverted person. I consider myself an introvert. So I feel like being in that environment, I definitely had to push myself to put myself out there and meet new people, make new friends, join different clubs. But I think joining things and finding that community is definitely what helped me get through my time at UCSC. It was still a weird year. It was still not a normal year because of... The pandemic. The pandemic is still a part of our lives, weirdly enough. Like we've kind of returned to this like semi-normal reality and that's what I characterized my second year of college to be is like we were still wearing masks and there were still cases of COVID and still like hybrid elements to our education. And then winter quarter, it felt like things were falling apart just because of like the whole situation with Omicron and then school getting shut down for a month. So it was a weird weird year. I think the quarter that felt the most normal, back to normal, was probably spring quarter when I had fully in-person classes, which was very, very exciting. I was just happy to be back in the classroom and, and having somewhat of a normal college experience as possible. In the spring is when the actual transfer decisions came out. And I talked about in the video, I basically, applied to five UC schools to transfer. I applied to UCLA, UC Berkeley, UC San Diego, UC Santa Barbara, and UC Irvine. And my plan was to, if I got in, go to UCI because that's the school that I envisioned that I would most likely get into. But if I was lucky, I would go to UCLA or Berkeley, which were schools that I had only dreamed about going in high school. And I honestly never would have expected to get into UC Berkeley. If anything, I think before the decisions came out, I thought maybe UCLA, but 
definitely not UC Berkeley. And so it was it was definitely a shock getting into every UC except for UCLA. But I immediately knew that based on those decisions, I would go to Berkeley. And I had never been to Berkeley. So seeing the campus in person for the first time as an accepted student was such a fun experience. My friends dad actually came up for the weekend and he was able to drive us all the way up to Berkeley and like see the campus. As soon as I saw the campus, I definitely fell in love with it. I knew like this is where I'm meant to be. This is where I'm meant to go to school. Um, still far away from home, but I I think I'm ready to do that. Like I'm, I'm definitely like at a point in my life where I can handle living far away from home, especially now that living far away from home means I get to go to school at UC Berkeley. It was definitely bittersweet towards the end of spring quarter, I think, because then it was time now that I knew where I was going to go to tell people in my life. And it was weird. Some people definitely, I'm sure, were not surprised. Other people were definitely surprised. I found, though, that everyone that I told was very supportive, which was such a good thing. I realized towards the end, like, it was just because I had, you know, sought out people in my life that were genuinely good people. And so to have that, I'm so thankful. Towards the end of the year was definitely bittersweet because while UCSU wasn't for me, I met such amazing people that touched me in a lot of ways and that I'm so sad that I'm not going to be seeing those people on a daily basis. But I think wherever you are in life, you... You have to make choices, you have to make sacrifices or, and decisions for yourself, and all these chapters of your life will eventually come to an end. So what I learned from UCSC, what I learned from my time at UC Santa Cruz is that, first, it's okay to be uncomfortable, and I think living in a space of discomfort is where you grow. Pushing myself to go to a campus like this, I definitely had cold feet, you know, the summer going into the summer after my senior year of high school. I did not want to go to Santa Cruz. I honestly wanted to go to UC Riverside. Like that was the school first school that I first committed to. And I, to this day, think I would have been really happy at UCR. I may not have even wanted to transfer if I had gone there. But I went to Santa Cruz anyways, and I had a lot of fear going into it. But I think my year there, while it wasn't perfect, it did pushed me to grow in a way that I wouldn't have been able to grow if I hadn't gone there. Another thing I learned is that the imp- is the importance of seeking out change when you are unhappy with an aspect of your life, even when it's not easy. And so what I mean by this is like, if you choose a school and you go there, it's not what you expected. You spend a year and you're not happy and you know that you can transfer, do it. Even if it seems scary, even if you don't want to get rejected a second time, or even if you're afraid of leaving what you know, the people that you know, or the community that you built, it's worth it to pursue the opportunity to make yourself happier. Another thing I learned is that the next thing that I learned is that there are such rewarding aspects of pursuing internships and organization organizations that serve a mission you believe in. I saw this in the work that I did for the Women's Center. I saw this in the work that I did for the Wall Street Bridges Project. It is just amazing. It almost feels like you're not even working when you're doing work that you love or work that you believe in. And that's why I am the first person to push to major in or pursue a path that you are interested in, that you genuinely want to pursue. Because life is too short to be doing work that you don't love. If you have that privilege, 
you have to take it. If you have that privilege to make that choice, you have to use it. Another thing I learned is that if you don't ask, it's automatically a no. So don't be scared to ask for help. I'm definitely someone who to this day struggles with asking for help. I don't know where it comes from or what it is, but unless it's manual labor that I know I can't do, I'm not about to ask for help, especially when it comes to academics or work. And I have this whole mindset that like I can just solve anything, like any problem that I have or any aspect that I need help with, like I can just handle it myself and I don't need to ask other people for help. I'm trying to unlearn that as I'm getting older. But I'm learning time and time again that I get myself into situations where I could have just easily gotten out of that if I wasn't stubborn, too stubborn to ask like a professor or a TA or a fellow classmate or a fellow classmate for help. One of the things that I saw and learned a lot from in my time at Santa Cruz was true activism in action. I feel like going into college, like I'm so familiar with this like social media activism where people are posting infographics and information about you know social justice movements that are happening around us but i really did see like true activism in nature at santa cruz it's no secret that santa cruz is like a liberal institution and i think as someone who is very liberal seeing that play out before my eyes seeing people's passion and hard work transform and ultimately become these beautiful beautiful movements was such a privilege and something that I learned and gained so much from. I also learned how to advocate for myself and my needs when I was in a bad housing situation. I talked about this a little bit in the YouTube video but I was put in a very uncomfortable housing situation where the people that I was placed to live with were violating my boundaries and my needs in a way that I just could not stay in and so it was difficult but I contacted housing and I worked with housing and it took a long time but eventually by spring quarter I was be able, I was able to move out into end into a better housing situation and I think when you are so far away from home and you're spending all of your time living on campus it's important more than ever to try and have a housing situation that feels safe and comfortable like i said at the beginning push yourself to be in uncomfortable situations but in cases like this that definitely doesn't hold true the last thing that i learned was the importance of cultivating community especially at large institutions where you can feel like a small fish in an expansive sea. I talk about this a lot, the importance of building community, because I genuinely feel like community in, and having that support behind you is how a lot of successful people are able to do what they do. And you need it, you know? You need it when you're going to a huge school where there, where you barely know anyone. You need to find community. And it's easier said than done, but I think starting off by putting yourself out there and joining things, that is how you find community. One thing I'm glad I did with my time at UCSC was definitely explore. I knew there was a huge potential that I was going to transfer and so I would only really have one year on campus. So I really took advantage and tried to take the bus wherever I could and try out different coffee shops. You guys know I am a fiend for coffee. And so on my Instagram a couple months ago before I left, I actually made an entire guide of this that you guys can go check out. You can click on all of the different coffee shops 
and like find the exact location if you want to actually go but i thought i would just chat really quickly about some of my favorite coffee shops that i discovered in santa cruz i will say one of the big big benefits of the city of santa cruz something that's very important to me as well is they have really fun cute and unique coffee shops and Going into college, I was so sick of the boring old, same old coffee shops that they have in Orange County. So it was really refreshing to be able to go to different coffee shops where I've never tried the flavors or the coffee that they offered. First place on this list is Santa Cruz Coffee Roasting. This was one of the first places that I tried. I love their bagels as well. They have such good bagels. The inside of Santa Cruz coffee, coffee looks like a New York subway. It's really dark and cozy. So I would say maybe not the best place to like study, but if you want to, you know, bring a book, drink a cup of coffee and just like have that kind of cozy atmosphere, Santa Cruz coffee roasting is definitely the place I would go. My regular order here was usually an iced mocha latte with raspberry and oat milk. It was really good. Next coffee shop is also another one that's pretty popular and was probably like the first or second coffee shop that I went to in Santa Cruz and it is Verve. Verve is has the best matcha that I have ever had in my entire life. I'm not kidding. And I found out why. I found out that they're actually a chain that is from Japan that they just happen to have here. I really need to look in into whether there's a location in like San Diego or LA. I don't think there's, there's definitely not one in Orange County, but it was such a cool place. I stumbled into the shop because like it is such a cute coffee shop. It has like green plants everywhere. Definitely very cute to study at. The only annoying part of Verve is that they don't have outlets. So you have to come with a full battery or bring a portable battery charger but definitely try out their matcha it's so so good the only other thing i've had besides their matcha is a peppermint mocha latte every time i would go there i would just get a, a matcha next place on my list is shrine coffee now shrine coffee is like actually a coffee shop that's in a church it's not inside the church but like the church building and the coffee shop are next to each other i'm pretty sure the church owns the coffee shop that's why it's called shrine coffee but my friends and I discovered it. My friend actually discovered it and she took it, us to it to study one time. And then I went back a couple times after. And it is like the most beautiful coffee shop I've ever seen. They have a actual fireplace and they have couches and they have really nice tables. And it's right by like Westcliff Drive, which is kind of like the ocean. So there's kind of like an ocean breeze. You can walk out and like literally see the coast right there. It's really, really pretty. They have like an outdoor space as well. I think there's like a fountain outside. I loved it. And I definitely recommend going there and getting their iced caramel latte. Usually iced caramel lattes are too sweet in my opinion, so I don't often get them. But the iced caramel latte at Shrine is made with just the amount of sweetness. Next place that I have to recommend is 11th Hour. I went to 11th Hour so late in my time at Santa Cruz. I only went there like the end part of... of spring quarter which i regret so much because it is the cutest place to go it's such a cool place because it's like a little coffee shop but it's also attached to like this ramen restaurant and this chicken restaurant and they also have a bar in there and they have like concerts in there it's really cool so even after the coffee shop closes at like six or whatever the rest of the venue is still open so you can still stay in there and study 
and it's such a vibe honestly like really truly a vibe they have a lot of really cute outdoor seating indoor seating so much to do um definitely a cool place to check out i can't remember i think i had their matcha i had their lavender matcha it was really it was pretty good the next place is flower bar i loved flower bar it's definitely a place to go if you want like an expensive coffee just because their lattes are a little bit more on the expensive side basically it's like a flower shop and they also sell really expensive chocolates but they also sell coffee which is really cool that's why it's called flower bar and they also actually have a bar inside but this place is super cute every time i went there i felt like i was studying at a really cute cafe in europe or something like that i actually opened up my first transfer decision at flower bar i also tried the iced lavender latte at flower bar and i really really liked that one i don't i haven't really tried anything else but really cute coffee shop to definitely check out if you want to treat yourself the last coffee shop on this list that i want to shout out is actually one that is on campus so for all my on-campus girlies it's a great spot to check out and that is stevenson coffee love it i would say they actually have pretty good coffee options on campus the only annoying part is that the coffee shops are all closed on the weekends but stevenson coffee is definitely cute it's like a coffee shop and then slash cafe they have like avocado toast and like bagels and stuff and the avocado toast on campus surprisingly was one of like the best because you would literally pay five dollars for avocado toast and it would be very good i don't know about you guys but like coming from orange county i'm used to avocado toast being at least ten dollars usually what i would get at um on campus for coffee i would get iced vanilla latte sometimes iced caramel latte would do like half the amounts of of sweetness in there and what i love about stevenson coffee besides the fact that like most of my classes were in cowell stevenson in, in that vicinity is like the outdoor area where they have tables they have like trees in between the tables it's really really cute it's very nice spot to study on a really nice day and i miss it those are all my favorite coffee shops in santa cruz definitely check them out so as of right now it is summer and i have committed to uc berkeley i'm going to uc berkeley in the fall inshallah and i think there is this notion at least that i had that transferring once you get into a school like that's where the hard work ends but it's really not as easy as it's as it seems and the acceptance is not the end in the journey of transferring after you get in you have to deal with you're transferring your credits, selecting your classes, redeclaring my major. That is something that like I'm not looking forward to doing. I have to take another class in the fall before I can officially declare at the end of my fall semester. Whereas at Santa Cruz, I literally declared my major, I think, winter quarter of my freshman year. Applying, finding roommates again when you don't know anyone is also a pain and also applying for housing Anyone who goes to school in the Bay Area knows like the housing crisis is definitely very, very real. But I think in the end, it's definitely worth the labor. As I said in my first episode of this podcast, I love change and I've always loved change. When I was little, I loved moving around. I know a lot of people think moving is not fun and like it's, it's very tedious and it's a lot of work and I'm sure it is. But I really love that experience of up and moving and changing environments, seeing different roads and different scenes. And that holds true today. This transfer process is giving me the opportunity to experience new opportunities, new people, and a new environment. Overall, my time at Santa Cruz 
was a blessing and I couldn't be more prepared academically to transfer to a school like Berkeley without my experience at Santa Cruz. So make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel to see my college journey continue at Berkeley. I think this is probably a good spot to end today's podcast episode, but don't let this conversation be one-sided. Make sure to go follow the podcast Instagram to be a part of the community. I'll have the disclaimers aside podcast Instagram in the show notes along with all of my other social media. Also, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, I would highly appreciate if you guys would take a second to rate and review this podcast. It really does help. I appreciate all of your guys' support and I will see you guys in my next episode. Bye!